welcome to From Inside the High with me, Jane Galloway from Quiet the High. Series three! Woohoo! It's so nice to be back. I had to take a little break because things have been interesting here. Um, obviously lockdown, obviously homeschooling, um, a crazy day job in the NHS which has just been unbelievably demanding. Um, moving house, getting divorced, all of that sort of stuff has kind of taken over and it just meant that I haven't been able to prioritise the podcasts. So I am delighted to bring them back and to be kicking them off with an extraordinarily wonderful conversation with Jo Lee, who so many of you enjoyed listening to um, in series one, I think it was. Anyway, without further ado, please listen into our conversation. It's a delight to welcome you back here. Hello and welcome to From Inside the Hive with me, Jane Galloway from Quiet the Hive. I am so excited to be back with this third series and my first guest of the third series is someone who you've met before. I had such a great response to talking to this person before that I was desperate to ask her back and she said yes. I didn't bully her into it, I promise. But I'd like to welcome this morning um, author, adventure coach, head of people at TMR, This Mum Runs, Jolie. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Jane. What an introduction. And I forget sometimes the things I am. So thanks for the reminder. <laughs> I, I saw the surprise on your face as I was listing them. <laughs> and that's not all, is it? Because you're also, is it an educational consultant? Is that how you would? Certainly am, yeah, for specialist provision schools, so writing curriculum for them. So yeah, a broad and interesting array of jobs, which is very lucky for me. It is. It's fantastic. And suits you because you're the sort of person who seems to be able to lend your hand to anything and do it exceptionally well. For example, deciding you were going to write a children's book and then getting a publishing for that, publishing deal for that. Yeah, well, yeah. And it's, I think it's, um, I don't know if I'd always do it very well, Jane, but I can certainly do most things. Um, <laughs> the quality of them is yet to be perceived when people read it. But yeah, it's been an exciting year for sure. But it's lovely to be back with you and great to be chatting again. It is super. And I'm really excited because actually we'd be fibbing if we said this was the first conversation we'd had in a while because we're actually doing some stuff together at the moment, aren't we? We certainly are. There's lots of exciting things going on. I think we've almost got a plan for the whole year, Jane, which is more than I can say for my actual life. So that's pretty <laughs> exciting. But yeah, we've got some, uh, we've had one conversation already um, about kind of the pathway out of this or through, sorry, the roadmap out of lockdown. And we've got two more conversations and then a couple of masterclasses um, to come after that. So should we go through a little bit of detail of those, Jane? Yeah, that's a great idea. And then if anyone's listening who wants to join us, there's still time to do that. Yeah, lovely. So the, fir the first conversation, well, all the conversations, in fact, are happening on Monday nights pretty much until yep. close to the end. So those conversations are around finding your own way through this roadmap, because everybody feels differently about um, the release and the restrictions and how that's going to affect people. And that affects people emotionally, physically, mentally. So we felt like having some conversations around that would be really useful. So the first conversation was around work and people either returning to work or doing work in a different way. Um, and that was quite useful and threw up some really interesting conversations about how people feel. Then our second conversation is this Monday, which is the 22nd, isn't it? At 8 p.m. on Instagram Live, quite the high Instagram Live. We've yet to learn how to use that, but I'm sure it will be fine. <laughs> um, it's around that social aspect. So everybody returning to 
festivals or gigs or seeing one person or seeing six people at a time and how people feel about that and what the differences of opinion are about that because they are quite polarized between different people and then the third one is about those amazing habits or things that we have done within lockdown and how we carry those on in the future so have we been more adventurous have we been more hermit like how are we going to carry those great things that we've learned on through this roadmap out of lockdown Absolutely. So those are the conversations. Jane, do you want to go in a bit more detail about the masterclasses? Yeah, sure. So we're going to run two masterclasses following on from those because the purpose of the conversation is to kind of work out where people are and what their thoughts are around this. What are their fears and worries? What are their excitements and the, the thoughts of possibilities that are coming up? And then what we wanted to do in the two masterclasses are really help you to unlock and create your own path as joe says through this roadmap so the first one will be very much around acknowledging what's happened um about talking about where you are and about talking about what's important to you and where you might have some control and some influence over how you're going to create your path through it what what it looks like what do you want to keep hold of what do you want to leave behind what are your worries and anxieties and then the second one is very much about moving on and getting to the point where you've got a focus on where you want to get to at the end of that path so I guess the first one is around creating the path and the second one is where does that path lead you to so some of that great stuff that Joe's been talking about about how do you hold on to the the fabulous things that you've really enjoyed during lockdown so you know a lot of us talk about how how we've got to know our local surroundings better or we've got more attuned with nature or we've taken up different hobbies um, and things that we're keen to try so that will be um, the second of our masterclasses the funny thing is that last time joe and i had a conversation we had some connectivity issues this time it was a power cut but bear with us we get straight back into it So those are the masterclasses and the conversations, which we really hope you'll join. Um, and if you're part of either of our private Facebook groups, so that's either the quarterly personal review challenge or Joe's Find Your Flow group, that's how you will find the information on how to join us on those masterclasses, isn't it? It absolutely is. Yeah, for sure. We'd love to see as many people there as we possibly can, because it's a pretty big deal for most people, I think. And we've all got some common ground. So, yeah, it'd be great to see you there. I think so. I think so. Now, Joe, talking about Find Your Flow, why don't you tell us a little bit about Infinite Pathways um, and about your Find Your Flow weekends that you've set up? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Infinite Pathways was born, I guess, about 18 months ago, actually. And I've always I've always worked with people, always worked in coaching and training and learning and development. And it just felt to me like it was the right time for me to start something help support women like me who were just like me who'd been through life had kids maybe had a bit of a career or not and got to a point where they weren't quite sure what to do or they didn't maybe know themselves very well mm. hence infinite pathways were formed because there are indeed infinite pathways through life <laughs> and they're all very personal to each person so I wanted to help people to find those pathways and particularly women actually just because I can relate to them more because I am a woman um <laughs> funnily enough so out of infinite pathways came coaching and some support for businesses and individuals and then along the road I thought actually outdoors is what connects me very much to my life and my soul and who I am so maybe I can help people become a bit more adventurous 
um, through using both that coaching stuff that I've done um, through my whole life, but then also linking them up with, the, with the outdoors and with nature and with adventure. So I've been fortunate enough to um, pair up with some amazing female adventure coaches who um, coach adventure sports. So things like mountain biking, stand up paddle boarding and wild swimming to produce these weekends that are a combination of I'll say life coaching but not really life coaching coaching about what you want to do in life and how you want to get there alongside becoming a bit more adventurous and maybe trying mountain biking or stand up paddle boarding for the first time mm. and it brings together groups of like-minded women who can learn together and who can just try something a bit new because once you've been outdoors and tried to be adventurous, it's a lot easier, I think, to be adventurous in your work life or your family life or your home life and take a few more chances. So, yeah, that's the idea of Find Your Flow. And some of the women I'm working with are just incredible. So, yeah, it's great to work with other like-minded women as well along the way. I think that's amazing. And, and you're so right, aren't you, about the... Um, so if you do something that feels very brave physically outdoors actually it's a really good reminder of the fact that you can make brave decisions and you can make brave choices in different areas of your life so I think that's a really important lesson to share with people yeah absolutely and I think those chemicals as well that you experience from adventure outdoors in whatever that might be adventure might be a short five mile walk or a whatever the chemicals that are released during that time propel you forward in other areas of your life as well um, and also can be quite addictive it can be great to feel like you've made those brave choices and see the positive results so yeah I think it's a it's a good all-round way of doing it and they're happening over the next three to six months Covid dependent as standard yeah. Um, but yeah really excited to meet lots of new women and bring them together as a group and understand what they want so yeah really exciting times for me Jane I have to say. And have you got is it right that you've got three of those sorted at the moment so there's a mountain biking one a yoga one and a sup one is that right or have I made those up no you no you haven't made them up because I've told you about those so we've got the mountain bike one and the stand-up paddleboard one all sorted for May and June fingers crossed yeah um, and then Sarah from Sankalpa Yoga and I are planning another one which is a yoga retreat but we haven't got a date obviously because of the roadmap we're not committing to anything just yet but then I've also linked in with another amazing woman called Rowan which is my son's name, but it, she's a female version, who is an um, outdoor swimming coach. Um, she's called Fins and Goggles on Instagram. She is brilliant. She's based near Bristol. She does lots of swimming around the Clevedon area. And we're yeah. going to set up wild swimming um, adventure, find your flow weekends as well. So really exciting to have four possible options for people. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good year, Jane. It's going to be a good year. And if anyone wants to hang out with me, I'm definitely trying to get a place on the wild swimming one, that's for sure. I'd really like to do all of them, in fact, but some of some of your weekends clash with weekends that I'm doing stuff as well. So um, unfortunately, I can't make all of them. But yeah, loads of options for people to tap in and try something new or get a bit better at something they already know about, which is just fantastic, I think. Joe, adventure is a really important part of your life. And, and, you know, the way that you've said that adventure can be a short five mile walk, just exploring a new part of your local area or whatever. I know that adventure is really important to you. So how have you continued to be adventurous during lockdown? That's a, a really, really good question. And I think adventure to me, I've learned a lot actually from uh, interviewing adventurous women and mm. they pinpoint what adventure means to them. And actually one of them summarised it really well, a lady called Rachel, who was a, a world triathlete champion, God bless her, what a woman. Wow. Um, she said adventure to her is anything that makes you go wow. 
yeah. and that really struck a chord with me but I wasn't able to um uh so quite so succinctly say it as her before but it, that rings so true for me it's anything that makes me go wow so for example in lockdown you can't really go much further than your local town or village can you, you can't do a huge amount but okay. trying new things over lockdown even if it's things like launching a find your flow weekend felt very very adventurous to me and well outside of my comfort zone to anything that I've ever done before yeah. and and I think connections with new people has been quite an adventure for me Jane because although I've had big corporate jobs and people would say oh Joe's the most confident person you've ever met I'm definitely definitely not yeah. so making those new connections with the likes of Rowan the wild swimming instructor and Lynn the stand-up paddleboard coach those connections and making the uh, and being brave enough to go right I'm just going to send them an email I'm just going to ring them and yeah. see if they'd like to work with me on something new and harebrained that I've come up with was quite adventurous for me actually but I think then also doing small things that are outdoorsy adventure like going on a short foraging course with an online foraging course and then going and foraging for some of those things in the local woods felt very adventurous to me because it was so different and quite scary yes. because you can kill yourself but you know she was very very thorough and I, we've not killed ourselves yet so things like that and camping on the driveway we're lucky enough to have a camper van so we camped in it on the driveway and we've just done small things that were local and close to home yeah. but the ones that stand out are those connections Jane those new connections I've been able to make from just being a bit brave and putting myself out there and it's it, it sort of comes back to one of the things that I teach which is the more you step out of the comfort zone the easier it gets to do it and your comfort zone grows with you making brave choices and doing things that are a little bit scary so I'm sure that sending that first email and the second email to make connections did feel really daunting but by the time you get to the third and fourth you're kind of feeling a little bit easier about those sorts of things absolutely and you can kind of switch it James to thinking I think this big switch for me has been I'm contacting these people and they're going to think I'm a right bloody idiot and what what credentials have I got to possibly do this with them to thinking actually now I'm offering an opportunity to other women yeah. to come do this thing that I know is going to work and is going to be so powerful so that confidence shift has been massive just through those small um small tries with emails and whatever else so yeah that's been a huge learning for me as well it's that thing about reframing, isn't it? So sometimes I, I have to remind myself with some of the stuff I do, it's it's not actually, you know, if you if you don't do something, you're denying other people the possibility of growth and learning and changing things for themselves because you're too scared to put it out there. And you know when you've got something that really, really works it would be unfair not to share it with other people. So you kind of have to reframe it as, oh my God, I'm terrified to actually doing this and being brave will be of service to others. And that's such a good way to reframe it, isn't it? Because it's not egotistical. It's not um, uh, anything glamorous or showy-offy, is it? For want of a better phrase. I can't think of a better phrase. Um, but yeah, it's, it's offering a service to others. And that's people like you and I, Jane, that's all we want to do. We just want to support others and help them. Yeah. But it can be terrifying to put yourself out there and do that. So, yeah, I've certainly learned that, um, that those types of brave, adventurous conversations and connections are my biggest learn, I think. What, what else have you learned that's kind of surprised you? So if that's that sounds like one of the really big things that you've learned about yourself during lockdown. Is there anything else that you've really surprised yourself with? Yeah, definitely. I think 
um, well, there's quite a few things. I definitely, I, I've always had a preference for extroversion, so I definitely need people. Mm -hmm. And through the Zoom lens is not enough for me, is what I've learned. And that, I don't know about you, Jane, but certainly for me, my mind has been super busy during yeah. lockdown because I haven't had that external stimulus that people like you and I need. Yeah. Um, so I've learned quite um, slowly <laughs> and painfully how to calm my own thoughts and be relaxed with them because I am in the house a lot on my own yeah. and I'm not out there I've got a job that needs me to be in a hospital or a supermarket or whatever in many respects I'm very blessed in that mm. but I've had my own thoughts to contend with and not much external stimulus um, so I've learned to calm those thoughts quite a lot and be at peace with them yeah. um, which is quite interesting for me because we're quite busy people in this society and this age aren't we mm. and I've been able to calm them quite a lot and use them and use them to make myself feel a bit more self-assured about what I'm doing because so my what, mind has had that time to think. What techniques have you used then to sort of quiet and calm or you know just just sort of get to grips with that busyness of mind? Yeah, and it's it's been a I will say it's been a roller coaster, Jane. And I think I've mentioned it a few times on Three Things Sunday, hey, where I've kind of said I need to do something because I was yeah. getting to the point where I was laying in bed and could not get to sleep until one or two or three in the morning every mm. single night. And that wasn't me at all before. Mm. And I think I think there are some really useful techniques that most people know about, you know, the mindfulness um type things. So um uh, headspace app i've definitely used their sleep um things but i've also I've had time yeah. to rationally think through it jane as well and think i'm not mad because my brain's going at 10 to the dozen i'm not mad because i'm having intrusive thoughts that mm. isn't a madness thing it's my brain processing them so i've done quite a bit of reading around it as well jane in terms of you know what does this mean and how can you deal with it and yeah. the reading itself allowed me to acknowledge that it was normal and it was okay and yeah. I wasn't going mad and that actually I just needed some tools like the mindfulness and like the Headspace app to help me deal with those symptoms and yeah. my mind would work through the rest. Yeah. Um, and I also think, and I'm not, I'm not shouting you out again, Jane, but I think things like the quarterly personal review really help me. Oh. So having a quadrant I can look at each quarter to go, no, those are the things I want to achieve. Your mind can be calm about the rest because these are the things that I want to focus on because they're my values and they're my beliefs and they're the joy things. Yeah. It helps strip away some of those other bits of noise for sure. I'm really pleased to know that. I'm really pleased, especially because we've got another one coming up at the end of March. So the next one kicks off on the 29th and you are an angel because I am hoping still to move during that week. And so you have very, very kindly offered to come in and, and help me out in, in the quarterly personal review Facebook group, just to, have a chat with people, see how they're getting on on the day that I will be moving, I hope. So um, we'll keep people posted about when that is. And of course, we'll be doing one of our conversations on the 29th, which is the first day of the quarterly personal review. Um, but we'll be having that Facebook Live conversation um, for, I think that'll be conversation number three, actually, um, around creating your path through the roadmap. So that's super. So thank you so much for that. An absolute pleasure, and I hope not to break the quarterly personal review, Jane. Fingers I crossed. hope you won't either, but I'm pretty certain you won't. I'm pretty sure, actually, everyone will be pleased to um, be hearing a different voice for a change. So that would be really good. It'd be refreshing for people, I'm sure. <laughs> Joe, what, what, what have you? So. I, I'm curious and I'm reflecting on this myself because increasingly I'm having conversations with people talking about 
what you want to do differently after lockdown. So what have you learned during lockdown that you're going to take into a non-lockdown world? So I've had conversations with people who've said, actually, what they've realized is there is a handful of people who are really important to them. And so their free time, they want to spend with those people, not feeling guilty about trying to create weekends with acquaintances or have conversations with people they kind of know, but actually have outgrown. Um, which I think is a really interesting lesson. Have you have you got anything that you'll be taking with you into post-lockdown world? 100%. And what, that is one of them, Jane. I've probably got two big learnings, actually, out of lockdown for me and what works for me personally. And one is absolutely that. It's not... It's, um, spend it to put it in a really positive frame spending time with the people that really really share my values and my beliefs and that matter to me and I get joy from spending time with them yeah and trying to move away from that um that uh what do you call it when it's uh you've kind of got to do it. what's I can't remember what you obligation thank you yeah the obligation to, to see people and there's always obligations aren't there that you kind of have to fulfill but yeah. trying to remove myself from those and trying to do those less often is really important and also one of my friends I think I spoke to you about it before talked about removing those small talk moments that really don't matter to yeah. you when you could be doing something that do matter yeah it does matter sorry so removing those like couple of hours in the park in the afternoon where you're chatting to someone and actually you could be off for a run instead that kind of thing and then I guess the second one for me is I've moved more slowly. And I mean that physically as well as mentally. So mentally, my mind was racing and now it's slowed a little because I've been able to calm it. But I was training for an ultra marathon last year <laughs> and I was running 40 or 50 kilometers a week. Yeah. And I was going at a pace during those training sessions and I was mountain biking and, 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 and. Actually, lockdown is given me the opportunity to walk locally with my son because my son won't run he's nine he doesn't fancy that mm -hmm. and it's given me the opportunity to slow down and hear what's happening around me and yeah. hear my own thoughts so I 100% will be taking walking into lockdown now whether that makes me an old person Jane I don't know <laughs> and I still run a bit but I now mix it up and that slower pace really suits me really suits me it's interesting, isn't it? So like you, I was also, I was six days away from doing my ultra before we went into national lockdown last year. I'd, I'd, I'd just done, I'd taken myself out voluntarily for a marathon distance training run. Um, you just kind of look back now and you think, oh my God, that's extraordinary. But yesterday I went for a run for the first time in ages and I ran for a mile and a half and then I sat down on a bench and I meditated in up on Wimbledon Common, which is just a beautiful Lovely. area to be blessed to be living there. Um, and, and I sat and I did a meditation for 10 minutes and then I ran back again. And I wouldn't have done that before because it would have interfered with my, you know, with my um, timer on my watch. It would have added time to my run. It means that I would have cooled down with without stopping running and it would have just been wrong. And actually it was really what I needed yesterday. And that kind of, that slowing down, I hadn't thought about it until you said it, but it's become really important. Yeah. And I think lots of people have found that, haven't they? They haven't got the commute to run onto a train and then run to the office yeah. after the train. It's slowed us down. And some people still have that, obviously, I'm generalising there, but I think that slower pace has been a theme throughout conversations with my friends. Yeah. And I think we've got, to, my thing now, Jane, is how do I, maintain that when we go back to that 
previous life as it were because yeah. a lot of people will be going back to offices and a lot of people will be doing the do every weekend and whatever so for me it's now finding that way of, of making that stick absolutely and it'll be really interesting won't it to help people come up with that on our second masterclass around that moving on with intention so how do you how do you decide where you want to be and how you want to get there and what what it looks like when you are there what's what's what is your path what is at the end of your path what does your life look like now who are you and how do you do that I think it's all good stuff to explore for sure so yeah those are my two main learnings I'd say is prioritizing the things that are deeply important to me and just slowing the hell down absolutely I like those I'm going to think about those this afternoon I think and try and practice some of them as well definitely for sure Joe. so it's been lovely as always chatting with you and I know that people get so much out of our conversation so I'm I'm really excited to bring people another conversation with you um and I, I'm wondering whether you think we should drop a little teaser in about what else might be coming up that we're doing together Oh, I tell you what, Jane, that fills me with excitement. Yes, <laughs> I've just got tummy flips. I know, and it is super, and again, it's another brave, adventurous thing, isn't it, that we're both thinking about over this year. So yes, I think we should drop a teaser. How do you want to do it, Jane? Well, I think we should say a couple of things each about it, maybe three things each, and then okay. leave people with the knowledge that they'll find out more probably late Spring, early summer when we start talking about this a bit more fulsomely so I am gonna start by saying it involves elements of slowing down and noticing and appreciating and surrounding yourself with things that help you to slow down so that that's one thing I'm gonna say okay um so for me the first thing is probably around seasonality yeah. So I think we're going to explore um, the seasons of the year and use those to our best, um, our, our best use, I guess, yeah, use them to our benefit. Absolutely. I'm going to say that it's going to be taking place towards the end of the year, so November time. Um, so there will be an element of, of cosiness and warmth and companionship in that amazing okay oh this feels like a test now jane i like this a lot um okay so i would say the next word that always pops into my head when i think about what we're doing together jane yeah. for us and for the people who may be joining us is bravery but yeah. bravery not in a courageous masculine way bravery to acknowledge who you are and what you want to be absolutely and so then I think for, for my last teaser, I'm going to say that actually for me, it really links in with what my word of the year is, which is renewal. So there's something about, um, so renewal is to give uh, new life or growth to, and it, it feels like it really connects in with what we're aiming for um, for November. Okay. And my last one is probably the biggest um, hint and tease Jane I would say and maybe I will go too far but you tell me to stop do it do it is thinking about being um not living a life quite as ordinary as we do trying to be a little bit more extraordinary and give this one life that we get that we are gifted everything that we possibly can absolutely go on Joe. tell them what it's called so our uh, our thing 
that we will be doing towards the end of the year is called A Life Less Ordinary, which the amazing Jane Galloway came up with and penned, I have to say, I will take zero <laughs> credit for it, but it means so much to both of us. Yeah. And we hope it will mean that equal amount to other people that are going to come and join us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I feel really excited now. I know. Um, I, I know. Now we have to. I love that we've given some. Uh, I, I have to say that we we haven't rehearsed that. I've just um, thrown that in there. So that was completely um, out of the blue. But it feels really exciting and it feels like it might give people just enough of a hint that they might want to know more. And for some people who know us well, they might kind of guess some of the components. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, that was, I enjoyed doing that. That was a good exercise, Jane, because it kind of brings us back to exactly what we want to do. And it puts you on the spot. And we know what we want to do. We do. That's really exciting. That's awesome. See, it all connects with purpose and values. And that's, that's why we're doing this together, because I think our values align and our, our, our purpose connects, doesn't it? It absolutely connects us to doing, doing things that are of service to other people to help them live a life less ordinary. <laughs> so thank you so much for the conversation i'm going to drop in um your details into the show notes so people can find you but just tell us a little bit about how people could find you if they want to connect yeah absolutely thanks for that jane so yeah um for me you can have a look on facebook at the find your flow community if you type find your flow community and it will come up i'm also on instagram and facebook and whatever as infinite.pathways so if you type that into Insta or whatever, you'll find me there. Um, but yeah, that's lovely. Thank you, Jane, for offering those details. That's very kind. Not at all. And the fact that one of my sons is hammering something into the wall outside my bedroom where I'm recording this feels like a good point at which to draw the conversation to close. <laughs> as long as it's not a hedge, Jane, we're fine. As long as it's a hammer or a screw, we're fine. Yeah, and and to be fair, I am moving soon, so I'm less convinced, less less concerned about it. But um. Yeah, maybe I should go and explore what's going on. Thank you so much for your time, Joe. It's been a delight as always. Pleasure. Thank you, Jane. We'll speak soon. Take care. Bye. The ever, ever Joe Lee there. I love talking to her. She is one of those people who just inspires you, gets you excited and absolutely helps you to believe in the possibilities. I love working with her and I love having conversations with her. I hope you enjoyed it too and I'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this podcast from Inside the Hive by Quiet the Hive then please leave us a five-star rating. Or drop us any comments in the box below. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Any comments or ratings you give us all help other people who would benefit from the content to find us. Thanks so much. <laughs>